So welcome, I'm very, very excited to be here in person, finally being able to meet both of you and have this discussion in person. I think doing it on Zoom every time was getting a little bit tiring and it's good to finally meet you both. Uh, feel free to introduce yourselves again for people watching. Mm, thank you. Thanks, uh, Comrade Joseph, for finally coming mm, here yeah. to have a physical encounter with us. Yes, we had some uh, interviews before. Uh, my name is uh, Tozane Kenneth Gunene, the General Secretary of the Commerce Party of Swaziland. We welcome Combat from Kerajena to finally arrived in South Africa and with the consignment of books that the channel has donated to the Communist Party as part of the book drive program. We are very grateful for that and we really appreciate the, the moment and we try as much as we can to share with the, you and the people in the world and the USA in particular about our cause of struggle and areas of solidarity. Mm, I think we will we do what we can do to our best. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, uh, of course, I have to again, of course, uh, appreciate uh, uh, your visit this side that we're able to meet you now in person. Mm. Uh, my name is Pius Vilagati. I am the International Secretary of the Communist Party of Swaziland. And uh, of course, we are still pushing on our struggle for freedom in Swaziland. Mm. We think, uh, of course, the, the, the discussions we've been having in the past and that we've been having since you got here, I think they're going to work to build more relations and especially international solidarity for the Swazi struggle as a whole. So we can begin on that first question, the question of international solidarity and what it means for the party. Uh, we were discussing a little bit before about the stage of revolution uh, that the party is in and, and beginning to intensify the contradictions of, of Swaziland towards revolution. And what does it mean to have more solidarity both throughout Southern Africa, you know, of course, in South Africa uh, and in nations surrounding Swaziland that can contribute towards uh, towards revolution, but also throughout the world and in countries that are that are imperialists that are benefiting from extraction in Swaziland and having the proletariat of those countries play a role in international solidarity and, and anti-imperialist struggle in support of Swaziland. So I would love to hear more about you know how people people who may be listening uh, who live in in the West can play a role even though you know we're very far away in contributing and trying to, to help you lead the struggle for liberation. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's a very critical phase of any struggle, whereby it becomes so easy to explain that uh, the crisis of the dictatorship of well, the regime in Swaziland has reached a, a point where only a, a leap forward can resolve the crisis and bring in a democracy. 
critical to support is that um, the stage then says the the forces seeking to build a new democracy need to prepare themselves and strengthen their capacity. Uh, and in our cause, it says in the beginning to end the system, to obliterate the dictatorship and bring the democracy. It requires much effort and much support in the sense that uh, the forces that are sustaining the dictatorship today will always want to play a role to keep the dictatorship <clears throat> in a new form sometimes, but at some stages to delay the breakthrough with the hope that the struggling forces can be neutralized mm. and they can be worn out, in particular that uh, strugglers depend in the main from the masses yeah. and the masses are in the main responding based on the conditions they are in yeah. and those conditions in our case become unbearable yeah. the hunger diseases and the sufferings of our people is on daily basis yeah. and their commitment to struggling to end the system means they must also forego other practical things that were making them to survive themselves yeah. and focus on the struggle as a new task now for their livelihood and therefore it has to be done with speed and also respect those realities. And uh, in that situation, it will then say any condition that delays the breakthrough will mean it will cause much suffering mm. to our people. And that reality then says support becomes a reality in the sense that the forces that support that sustain the dictatorship in, our main, in the main in our country external forces, mm. imperialism mm -hmm. and uh, capitalism internationally is directly involved to keep the dictatorship active and there's been no way that we can see that they've changed their position mm -hmm. and if they have not changed then we rely on the proletariat of those countries mm -hmm. in particular because these countries are also in the main democratic mm -hmm. and the, the influence of the working class people of those countries can influence changes mm -hmm. in the policies of those countries, in particular towards the regime in Swaziland. Therefore, to stop the direct support to the dictatorship, mm -hmm. we help the situation to move faster and quicker. And uh, this is not only far away forces only, but also those that are in the region mm -hmm. and the continent uh, as such. So those those realities need to be considered and therefore our solidarity mobilization is invitation invitation of the working class people of those countries to also play a role and in the main that they must first understand exactly our struggle and its aim and objective that Swaziland cannot move any way forward now other than the overthrow of the dictatorship and the establishment of a democracy. So all effort towards that must come from people who have got better understanding of that. Therefore, we continue to run campaigns in the world that people of the world must understand the condition we are in, in totality and in full. And uh, another note will be, there is a need for direct support to the building of the capacity. Yeah. The working class people of the world are one, and the working class people of Swaziland are in dire situation, needing just to make a breakthrough. Yeah and create new conditions for their struggles. Mm -hmm. And they, therefore, synchronizing 
support will be an act of a responsibility to the working class people of the world in terms of strengthening mm. these uh, historically being weakened forces. Mm. The working class people of Swaziland, the masses of our country have been suffering for quite long. They lack and demand my support in relation to one, their voices need to be magnified. Mm. Their cry for freedom must be magnified. The people of the world must join the cry and make it loud enough to, so that it can irritate the oppressors and weaken their prestige that they do not deserve but that they still have in the world. And those shouts, those voices need to be coming from the proletarian people of the world. Yeah. And also that uh, where practical, English or areas where the dictatorship is being survived. Yeah. All the pipes and the conduits that exist must be switched off. Yeah. We are clearing to the way that that regime cannot survive mm. without the support it gets from the way, without its networks that it is established in the way, yeah. without the sympathy, untrue sympathy again, that it gains from other institutions. Yeah. And some of them are within the UN yeah. institutions because the human rights violations was it. It's uh, not attended to right. by the end, but we are aware that the end also have got representatives right. supported by democratic countries, and we feel that they can be lobbied enough to also raise strongly, and then the UN human rights body as such can also make a very strong message in the right. talked about an end of human rights. This was the violation. Right. was it. But moreover, the solution must be clarified that we believe that the UN is founded democratic principles right. anything undemocratic is not right to be recognized by the UN and therefore the dictatorship in Swaziland must face the same position of the UN in Finney if it calls for its isolation if the strong words cannot make any meaningful position but we've also feel that there must be strong messages done through action that Swaziland should be suspended at some course because of the arrogance it shows over continued violation of human rights, even if at some points it has been raised, whereas with the very slow tempo, but we think that there must be some emphatic positions supported by decisions. And also there are companies right. that are already benefiting from the toil of the source masses, yeah. from the exploitation and oppression. There are services right. that are being enjoyed by other countries uh, that are being awarded offered by the dictatorship and so on. Right. Those services must also be boycotted yeah. and uh, some of the other beneficiations or benefits that are coming from Swaziland. It can be goods that have been produced in Swaziland, littered all over the world market. Yeah. I think the working class people must also of the world must start out to boycott. Yeah. If there are shops selling Swazi products yeah. uh, under the dictatorship, I think there must be a consciousness yeah. that yes, people of the world must start now to say if there are shops that are more occupied by products from Swaziland, they must also start now to isolate so that yeah. we can facilitate the trade beneficiary, beneficiation of the dictatorship from the world bodies. Yeah. So it, we think that it could be a very strong message sent because it will then weaken 
a relationship that the dictatorship enjoys in the world. But the innocence, we are saying, the people of the world should also make their practical effort to make contributions. And but we really appreciate them that uh, people in particular, through the work that our companies are doing in the USA, there is an infrastructure already actively involved to garner the support, to organize the solidarity right. and build the momentum for more stronger support and solidarity. And this can only be supported. The condition in the country, in practical terms, requires practical measures to right. get solutions out. Uh, in the course of struggles, there are very painful conditions of suffering. The, our comrades sometimes are exposing to dangers and injuries that needs also to be attended to. We are quite aware that the sacrifices, and I, I did, but in the course of the sacrifices, where possible, life must be uh, protected. Yeah. The dictatorship is all out to use any effort and brutality and violence to scare people out of poverty when any other form has failed. Yeah. Now they're using violence and they also inflict some dangerous life to people, but we are seeing the sacrifice will still go on, but where possible, we must find a way that we avoid death that may be caused right. by uh, the regime effort against the activists in the political land. And also, there is a need for sustenance of activities and the protests of our people. They have vulnerability in terms of inability to sustain what they've already started. Yeah is another cause of concern. Some requires practical material yeah. contribution, others it becomes resources required to also to keep everything moving on. The workers in our country are struggling very much to even keep their union resources available for the struggles, but sometimes strikes are not sustainable enough because of uh, weaknesses of resources to strike to support the strike fund project that already the workers are mobilizing right. to support workers in the picket line, to sustain the picket line, because we are in our agreement that the revolution in the struggle was can only win and be declared in the picket line, right. in the protest activities. And as this becomes our principal method of struggle, we believe that it has to be safeguarded and protected and sustained. And through solidarity, it can be covered and it can be pushed up to the limits that I think are necessary to change the condition and bring it up in the world. But we've got full confidence that the world people will never have never uh, closed their eyes and yeah. ears whenever there's a call from people crying for freedom. Right. And we believe that we will have to extend our call and the people of the world, within class in particular, will make the necessary response. But it is clear now that we believe that the time for freedom so that it has arrived. The effort must come and through solidarity we can achieve what we think is due to us, the freedom that we want so that we can build and change the conditions of our life to the better. And we think and we emphasize that the route to freedom is already clear right. and the people are standing up in their feet to say they are the representative of the freedom, yeah. even whatever the ties might call, but they will stand it until victory is right. realized. Thank you, Comrade General Secretary and Comrade.
I think just lastly, it's the it's the question of the the monarchy and its duties. Mm. Uh, they need to be squeezed out everywhere in the world. That space that they find needs to be squeezed out more and more. Um, the monarchy should be unable to find any lending space in the world. So that needs uh, international solidarity movement to be strong and to spread out across the world uh, because uh, they are doing uh, business with other international forces. They are getting funds from other international forces, private institutions and others. So that space should never be there for them. And already their children are studying in Europe and America, yeah. and they are accessing uh, medical health care abroad as well, in Asia, now that's their direction. Yeah. So those spaces, uh, I think we need to build a strong international uh, solidarity movement to ensure that they do not find com comfortable spaces anywhere they go. I think that's one of the ways in, in which we'll be able to squeeze them. Of course, that's not, this is not just for the, the present moment where we're fighting against the regime. Uh, it will also be helpful in future because the people of Swaziland will need to regain whatever assets mm. are kept uh, abroad and in other offshore accounts uh, that would need to be returned to the people. Yeah. So as they, as we build that international solidarity movement, we must also think about now, but also in the future. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you both comrades for that answer. And I think it relates as well to how the struggle in, in Swaziland is, is an anti-imperialist one at heart. You're fighting against, of course, capitalism with feudal characteristics and a monarchy but as as you were both saying it's propped up by an international system of imperialism so this leads me to something that we were discussing before which which i find very interesting which is when you host and perhaps we can talk a little bit about uh the winter school that you'll host but just in general with party schools and and with comrades when you're approaching these theoretical concepts like imperialism in Lenin's analysis, for example, how can you relate that, even though it was written a hundred years ago, to the everyday condition of, of someone, uh, of a comrade who's struggling to survive, struggling to get food, impoverished because of the lavish spending of, of the regime? How do we take these concepts and make them applicable through debate, through discussion, I think that's a very interesting way you were discussing before about taking the party school as a model for, for training cadres. So yeah, I'd love to hear more about, about that system. Yeah, through the liberals, the party has uh, thoughtfully that uh, it is necessary to, <coughs> to run its livelihood through training and encouraging development. And uh, in one way or another, it helps the society and our comrades and even activists to understand uh, in detail that uh, what really is the situation we're in. And correctly, as you've stated, that the history of our country clearly explains what is the forces involved that are 
have designed this kind of arrangement. Yeah. The monarch, by his nature, has never been so friendly to the people of the country. Right. The clan mobilization of society of a power has nothing to do with the lives of the other right. aspect of society uh, who are not part of the ruling clan. And um, imperialism also understood that it can also make use yeah. of an oppressive institution yeah. to build its empire. Yeah. Colonial Swaziland was part of a package yeah. of British colonialism and the monarchy. Right. And it used that infrastructure to work on it. And for years, there have been a sealed relationship right. causing this uh, environment. But moreover, it has also connected with its entire mission that it has over the world. Yeah. Clearly, anarcho-capitalism and present imperialism will be any country superpower would always want to expand right. its influence all over the world. And in our own case, we are experiencing the same. And our people must understand that. Right. And our cadres must understand and interpret it very well. Because it is the source of the consciousness that we need to impart with our right. people to have the same understanding that we are here and we are suffering because of a, an arrangement of a wealth phenomenon, right. which is capitalism. And the feudalistic system is seen as a workable infrastructure yeah. for the purposes that are required to be repressive in order to exploit the resources and the labor power of our people. Right. And in the course, both the monarchy and imperialism will enjoy the wealth of our country right. at the expense of the people of our country. So that is the clarity that we reason build our Olga school. It's not about conspiracies. It is about <coughs> building up consciousness of our people right. to make everyone to understand the details of our situation. And then, in, as such, the party has said, we will not abandon that part because at least it gives in consistency. Yeah. And the, it doesn't mean that you land one and go out forever because we must understand the dynamics of this system. And this system lives and has to survive itself and can be consistent. And also it gives in a lot of changes yeah. based on the conditions that are operating in. We are also experiencing a new arrangement in the course of this lifestyle that we can see in our country about the capitalist and the feudalistic system. So, so as capitalism enjoys the work of the dictatorship, yeah. enjoys, can only survive under the dictatorship right. if it can accommodate the feudal and the capitalist system in a joint arrangement right. and autocratic rule for that matter. The denial of the rights and liberties mm. is a condition that cannot be changed yeah. as long as there must be a keeping of such kind of arrangement. Mm. The dictatorship cannot survive without its livelihood without the suppression of our people. So the condition that people in the country are not allowed to organize, right. to belong to organizations, political parties and organizations, including activities of the people are censored right. and not controlled. That is the main reason and area that the people of our country have to understand and are built to understand through our political school that the fight for the unbending of political parties is a fight for the rights of the people. Without rights, yeah. democracy can't be built. Right. Therefore, there is a need now to fight for those rights. 
and then the relationship of the rights and the democratic organization of society must be known that if the rights are not in existence, we have said and we are trying to make it clear to our people that for any reason, if there will, will be ignorance yeah. about state power yeah. and how state power is used to organize the economy and define power relations even in society in general, then I think that would be a lack of understanding and sometimes you may not even have a breakthrough. Right. Our people can remain day in and day out exposed into struggles without successes yeah. if they have know that kind of a better understanding or deeper understanding about these simple realities right. that we are suffering because we are not part of the state and then if we are not part of the state we cannot even if we participate in the economy but without those powers we cannot organize the economy right. in the manner that it can attend to the challenges of the social development of our society yeah. we will not have free education if you are not in control of the state, right. even if the resources of the country can afford, afford that. But if there is no understanding about the importance of education, that it becomes a right to people, right. then we will always attach values and figures yeah. of education other than to think that right. it needs to be supported because through education and through health, there is no business. Right. Yeah. There is no thing that must be turned into some form of condition of an exchange. Of course, yeah. It is a service that people must gain yeah. and that service if they've gained they become now capable people yeah. to kind of participate in the economy and further change the lives of our people. Because yeah. through education we'll be having a society that is able to be skilled enough right. to temper with anything that exists in our country and you make use of it to produce necessities for the livelihood. Yeah. And furthermore our political education <coughs> problem also help our people to understand that we are part of the world. Right. And without, even now we may ask for solidarity to support our struggles, but even in the future, yeah. we will have to entertain the solidarity beyond the need to support a struggle, right. but solidarity in the way in which we relate with the people of the world. Yeah. People of the world must appreciate the effort of our people. Right. Whether any form of product or anything that we do, it must appreciate, they must appreciate our culture must be appreciated and our culture that is related to knowledge yeah. so they must come to our country to learn how that part of the world has is organized and right. how that part of the world may well be endowed with so that we can understand that not only the dances but the rivers the mountains yeah. the entire terrain and vegetation of our country needs also to be part and parcel of the livelihood of the culture of right. society. Yeah. And moreover, then the people will learn that what is it that must be preserved so that we can then know that protection of the environment is part and parcel of trying to connect up with the world. People of the world must come to our country to see right. how successful are we than how suffering are we. So we must find that yeah. in our life. So part of the education is also to create cadres to have that common understanding that right. these are the policies and the principles that the democracy must carry out and must shoulder up. And you must fear you must fear no one in the world when we expose that and when we share, share with that yeah. with the people of the world because that is what genuinely everyone in the world is focused on right. and is inspiring to, to understand. And that can only come up when we undermine the present operation. So right. only free society can make those successes in this achievement. Right. And that is the, the design of our schools and that is what we do. But it also helps to build amongst ourselves, yeah. how best really can we 
relate within ourselves. Right. What is the value of the knowledge from each other? Then from there we are able to teach each other and build ourselves into something. The party has been built through those kind of foundations, those, those notions of right. how does each member participate in the planning. It becomes not only just for theoretical understanding, but also it helps to build a democratic society. Yeah. And as such, our party is able to grow and survive and, 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 and also discharge and the career capabilities to a community because all of us are with that. Right. Through teaching each other, through making each other organize better, we are able to build the society that we, we, are, we want to do. So it becomes a, a in the context of a, a Marxism, there will always be a call that it becomes a festival of ideas. Yeah. And then when we do so, we then understand really what are the basis of a ideas and then if ideas are shared what do they come up with it has built our party and it has shaped our revolution and then we believe that the winter school coming in this year will add much value because we might have also seen that many things have changed yeah in our coalitions yeah. and the shaping of the things the things they have changed in the manner that in the internal aspect of it the theory of Marxism that Masses are the makers of history. Yeah. Ours is also to attest to that. Right. That the change of the political landscape in our country has been an effort of the masses of our country. Right. And change can sometimes come through sacrifices. Right. We have also appreciated that in the course of the change of things, our masses have suffered enough. Yeah. Some have also lost their lives. And that appreciation is in the sense that it is in line with the making of the history. It was voluntary activism for the people and they've done so with their understanding, their consciousness. But what it has done now has qualitatively changed the political landscape in our country. And it's a confirmation of Marxism. And that is what the party can claim at some point that we have made a very meaningful contribution right. to that regard. Because we have made the masses to have the confidence that if it is not about them, there's nothing that will happen in our country. If there's something that will happen outside them, it will be not about them. So they've taken up their the, 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 uh, commitment to say they must make the history and the history is about ending a dictatorship and building a democracy. And I think there is a lot that we have learned in our podcast school also, also trying to draw those lessons and see then what other new things should we put in place so that we can understand better that how best uh, in your own language, I think you've said a rehearsal processes and I think yeah. We have learned much, and then if the rehearsal has brought no lessons to us, yeah. we'll go to another rehearsal. Mm -hmm. But we yeah. don't think that our society is ready for a rehearsal. They now need for a calculative, well-organized, systematic, offensive of yeah. the people against the dictatorship to end it. And therefore, our school must also help that kind of understanding right. for the better organization of the of the offensive against the dictatorship. Yeah. Uh, it will take place this time around. I think. In a very difficult, in a very different environment, yeah. and it must respect that. Right. And we believe that our comrades have got even a lot to to bring in for the discussion right. to add value to Marxism, yeah. because through the general effort we are making, we are not repeating history, but I think we are also expanding or developing further from what Russia Revolution have done. Yeah. Many revolution have taken place, but they've taken place with some similarities, but right. under different conditions. But they added more value. And Marxism is also it's becoming richer yeah. each and every moment as much as long as we continue to 
fight in form of operation exploitation. Right. As we in the world, I think we are adding value to the theory and to the science of Marxism. Yeah. And I think our small countries will be under the condition we are in. It is not minimal that all the effort we make, it confirms, but also it upgrades the theory of Marxism. And Absolutely. I think we are not doing it for ourselves, we are doing it for every generation in the world to say through what we are doing, through our struggles, they will be less enthroned and the yeah. theory to be developed to sharpen our ideas for building of new ideas even in the future. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much, comrade. Uh, yes, comrade. Yeah. I think the 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 trust, I think the trust of it is is about um understanding the conditions under yeah. which the people live themselves. Right. So like for the winter school for instance, so it has to undergo what uh, Lenin would say, an analysis, a concrete analysis of concrete conditions. Yeah. So because to understand the footprint of imperialism in Swaziland, again, it is, it is, it becomes easier for the, for the person to look at their environment and we emphasize on that, look at their environment, whether you talk about the land, how it is partitioned, when you talk about the various industries and in terms of ownership because you find that all these industries are owned by foreign capital yeah. and some of them in partnership with the monarchy right. and now so if you look at that relationship there it translates to the dire conditions under which the people live right. so it becomes easier when we take the issue from the concrete analysis uh, of the conditions of the COVID conditions because if we look at it now we were able to trace it back to its colonial roots right. particularly British colonialism yeah. and and this has been these have been the elements of the Swazi economy yeah. and only that things have been getting worse and worse and more complicated as time went by. Yeah. So I think that's that's the aspect of it. It's just concrete analysis of these concrete conditions of Swaziland, yeah. which um, everybody is able now, since the party has come into the picture, we've been able to consistently run those uh, schools, and now the consciousness has really increased. Right. Uh, up to the point now where people are looking to a future without even the monarchy, yeah. which is um, which is a major step uh, in in the revolution. Yeah. So it has been that consciousness, but also that uh, the practical life of the working class yeah. as they as they produce for the capitalists and they get married back and they get poorer and poorer. Yeah. So. It is always about the analysis of those people's conditions, how they've been before and how the situation is now. And also, of course, including all these other aspects where they talk about the education system which has been worsening and the health system which is uh, virtually, which has virtually collapsed. Right. While on the other hand, to make an analysis of how the real family is is living right. in its luxurious lifestyle while there are no medications in hospitals no equipment shortest of staff 
and all these other problems because those are the concrete conditions that people are able to understand and translate on a daily basis. Right. Absolutely, and I think what you mentioned, Comrade, as well, and what I thought was very interesting was in analyzing the situation, as, as you mentioned, Comrade General Secretary, the evolution of Marxism, right? I mean, this is not the type of situation that the orthodox Marxist may have read the situation and say, Swaziland is not in the situation for, for a socialism or for communism. You know, it's in the situation for the um, first a bourgeois revolution, right? But at the same time, what we were discussing a little bit before and what, you're, what you were mention, mentioning, Comrade P.S., is the problem of underdevelopment and the, the situation that Swaziland is in because of the history of colonialism in particular requires a, a different approach. So making Marxism adaptable to a different situation. And I wonder as, as you've been building the party over the past decade, as it's been in existence, and as you were mentioning, the, the consciousness has been developing so much rapidly over, over just one decade. What sort of difficulties you've encountered with trying to uh, conscientize the people and, and trying to evoke the proletarian consciousness Whereas we, we were discussing a little bit before about the fact that it's not a traditional proletariat, a migrant labor, you know, you have a, a very different situation than even the original Marxist analysis would have. So how do you feel that you've adapted Marxism to the situation of Swaziland and made it applicable to a situation that many Marxists in the West may say, oh, this doesn't really work for the situation. You've, you've actually taken it and made it a living, a, you know, evolving uh, application of theory to the conditions of Swaziland. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, currently, I think as Marxists will say, in underdeveloped conditions like ours, that it is not only capitalism or capitalist development that have created the conditions as they are, but also right. it's underdevelopment. Yeah. So I think that is the reason probably there will be some unique conditions in our situation, whereby in the history, practical history of capitalism, we would be aware that uh, Swaziland under British colonial rule and the shame independence in 1968 was only a practice and exercise of a a new change of policy right. of Britain after 1950, after World War, yeah. that uh, they would now make the colonial countries also to help resuscitate the British economy right. that is suffered in the course of the war. <coughs> and therefore, there was a new industrial development in our country, but only it focused on agricultural. Right. Industrial development right. and the plantations, the usage of the land space for production of raw material right. that can support industries and of British colonial interests for that matter. And in 1968, which is probably 18 years later, right. the industries have not yet built up into something big. Right. And then there was now a need to transfer the power to the arrangement of the monarchy in that part when 
there was that freedom, that independence, general independence, because Africa was also in a process of change, yeah. of the revolution after the war. Yeah. So those were systematic part, but in that course, the 18 years was not enough to have developed industries yeah. that probably British colonialism or imperialism would have done. So it was an underdeveloped capitalist environment, meaning that it only relied in the main on unskilled labor, right. because the industries were also premature. They were more of a agricultural base in the production of just raw material that can be used as raw material in other industries other than to have completely finished products that could be consumable for, mm -hmm. for that matter. And then that cause was then saying the working class people of our country had not fully developed into proletariat people mm -hmm. who can withstand production yeah. of an industrial form. It was only on that immediate connection with what they already had, what they've mastered in the subsistence life was immediately transferred with minimum skill, right. labor required, and therefore, meaning that the people themselves, out of an organ new organization of industry, mm. cannot independently survive yeah. in the environment. Even though a proletariat, fully proletariat, will only rely on selling labor. Right. But in the course of the sufferings, they may not even translate that same capacity for their own livelihood. Yeah. That's why the rural communities still continue to suffer and managed under a very outdated system of chiefs right. who are simply drilling the masses, keeping them busy, but at the same time taking away their livelihood through the rental system right. of uh, tribute labor right. in the main and also some fines that will always try to rip any economic life of the people. Right. And they've suffered in that way and they could not even sustain their own subsistence life after they've lost a lot of their land in the proletarian mobilization aspect where the agricultural industry demanded a lot of land from the masses and most of the land that was demanded was also land that would have been surviving the masses right. but not necessarily that the land was required by capitalism by then but it was also a facility to proletarize Right. the masses. They had to be forced out of the land so that they can work because they had to take most of the land that was right. in that way. So sometimes that is another category to say how was how was capitalism developed in Sweden. Yeah. In the main we see the land under occupation by estates of imperialism. Yeah. Land that was not necessarily be of major interest right. but because there was sometimes a reason to get the people out of subsistence life, yeah. forcing them to work, they had to be denied subsistence livelihood. Yeah. And as such, even today, there's no subsistence livelihood that can be sustainable. Yeah. Uh, in the main, that there's even no labor for subsistence farming. The family labor is already being undermined in the sense that because of insustainability, the youth have left the countryside look for the jobs right. in the towns and in the cities. So this lands of ability. So it is like a fiasco in environment of a, a contradiction, a confusion, but exposing capitalism, even though under oppression, it will then give an indictment to the masses that they are suffering because they've got right. no ideas to make or to live. Yeah. And because of the illusion that without the king, they cannot survive. But in the main, the realities are as they are that it was because of that kind of recognition. 
and then the mobilization and the forces what also make it even more difficult to organize without applying new method as a comparative statement. If we do not, could we reach it? We do not understand that there is a need to introduce new aspects within right. different conditions. Yeah. We will ignore that. Uh, I think others might be trying to say, how do we form uh, the movement into a force? Right. Uh, in the main, we will then say, it must rely on middle class leadership. Right. We rely on uh, some of the elements. But in our own sense, it would be who are the middle class people of our country? Yeah. And how have they assumed that status? Right. In the main, it would be those who might have proximity and access to the dictatorship, right. connections, exactly. the network they've built, either through corruption or sometimes through other maneuvers. It must be people who have been survived by the corporate yeah. and the attitude of the corporate to the masses and the attitude of the regime completely to the masses right. had nothing substantial, has yeah. no connection, has no relationship with that. And therefore, the middle class capacity has nothing to the life and aspirations of the masses, right. but can only respond to their conditions. As such, you're going to see that they are easily participating in the struggle. Right. Only when the conditions are unbearable, when they are no longer accommodated in the ruling class right. as middle managers or the collectors of the cups in the table of the dictatorship in the, of imperialism and of capitalism and the feudalist system. So if they have lost it, they also find options. Yeah. And the only aspect of the options is to jump out of the environment and be accommodated by industries exactly. of imperialist origination from outside countries, in particular within South Africa as a practical case. And then leaving them what will have been a democratic movement organized with a strength, enjoying connection with the proletariat. Yeah. It, we're seeing the discrepancies the gaps. Right. And leaving the majority of the masses in the countryside outside leadership right. and outside also an effort of organization to build themselves on. Yeah. And then also, but also limping in poverty, limping in suffering, yeah. and they are always vulnerable. And in that condition, that it has limited the growth of the movement or the connection of the sure. movement because of the weaknesses of petty bourgeois leadership mentalities, exactly. which also fears the masses, exactly. which also is afraid to attend to the crisis of the masses. Yeah. Yes, they can use them as an outcry, but not different from how the regime does yeah. when it mobilizes and commit the country to debts by going up to look for funds, for loans from outside. Yeah. It speaks about the plight of the masses. Right. And also the petty bourgeoisie will speak about the plight of the masses, but not attending to what are the solutions to the plight of the masses. Exactly. And ordinarily that would have created up a movement of strength. But because of the fear and the compromise position of the petty bourgeoisie, mm. therefore it becomes so unworkable to get up a very strong movement yeah. of the people organized under the proletariat. That's why the role of the Communist Party now, the space now, has undermined, has fought this kind of weaknesses. Right. But because it has upgraded and created confidence within the masses, and as such, the action of the masses is now the one that helps to build the movement. Right. And then it also faced with the contradiction that the middle class and petty bourgeoisies mm. always want to think that they've got proximity to lead the masses because they understand 
there are limitations in terms of understanding and exploiting capacity. Right. So that is another dilemma that I think our revolution also faces that you will find that there will be buffer zone between what would be an effort against the enemy organized strongly from grassroots by the masses. Right. But you find that there's a buffer zone whereby the interests of the petty bourgeoisie and the middle class now want to cement a condition that the masses can't do more than they can do. Right. So I think the party now is already building up on that and it is obvious clear that yes, the masses are now becoming the principal force towards revolution and they're building now, organizing themselves into a very strong movement that will then simulate into a front formation that now start now to temper much right. stronger and consistently deal with the ten tendencies and activities and programs of the regime in, in line. So with proper direction about how every effort can be led to action and then the effect and impact that it must make, I think that will become the duty of the party to guide very well those processes. But our guidance position is not the guidance that I think can be defined as a guide. Yeah. It's about how do we lead these processes and right. make in the main leadership within maybe us to have a responsibility right. to raise the awareness of our people if we still believe that and still stand strongly that the action of the masses are the ones that can change the situation. Exactly. Therefore, our leadership and guidance would mean that we need to be with the masses, organize them, make them to see what are the what is more practical right. and make them even to, to translate and then analyze what are they doing and what impact it makes so that they are involved in the planning yeah. and organization. In that sense, it would improve the only way to improve the capacity of the masses and build a strong revolutionary movement right. that can fight the system and end it. And in that line, I think these are the dynamics, the practical condition and dynamics. Without ignoring that, it is happening within a region. Yeah. The region has got so much impact yeah. in our conditions, right. in political terms and economic terms. Yeah. But moreover, it also plays a role on the sociological aspect yeah. that what we are and what the people of Sosan are doing, how do the people of Zimbabwe, Malawi, Mozambique, and sometimes in South Africa and elsewhere think about what we are doing. Right. But if what we are doing is not known, not seen, and cannot be explained to these fellow people in the region, yeah. we may, working class people in the region, we may also be underscoring our responsibilities. Right. So there's a need to also increase our visibility and also our practical activism right. within the region that what are we doing so that not only to gain solidarity but moreover to make the people of working class people of the region to be aware and to understand really what is it. In that way I think or we believe that it will be the power that I think our struggle will have a contribution and a bearing into the working class people of, of the region. Because we still believe that the problems and the other developments in the region, which is overemphasized. Yeah because it really exists. Right. But sometimes it may be lacking about what are the practical attentions. Yeah. And in the sense that if then we may rely, the working class people of the region can rely on the ruling elite, yeah. the real conditions can be mystified right. and the truth cannot be exposed. Yeah. That why is there underdevelopment in the region? Right. Why are people in the region living as scavengers in a wealthier region. Right. And then if that cannot be well understood, it can only end up with the articulations of the ruling elites right. uh, in our region who will then say the reason people suffer it is because of uh, unknown circumstances. Exactly. Or, or sometimes talking about the problems of the people may make you to think you can be voted for or can assume power. Yeah. But I think the truth is that 
what are the solutions to a problem and there can be no solution without the people. Yeah. So in our view that the working class must raise up and then say if they are seeing problems, they must confront them. There is no purpose of moving around from problems. It may also attend to what I think is a phenomenon in the region yeah. that has got a very crippling aspect right. about migration and intermigration in the region. I think some way or another we can see that it becomes now a terrain right. of neoliberalism, a terrain of mystification. Right. But the realities must be exposed and clarified that the migration patterns in the regions are what really defines the imperialist or capitalism and how it polarizes production and at the same time want to think that the working class people of where the poles may not necessarily be of interest might be seen to work in the environment as cheap labor right. for maximum uh, profitability. Right. It must not be thought of away from what feudalism or what slavery wants. Right. Slavery wanted labor and, and displaced labor right. to go and work in other environments yeah. for maximum profitability. Right. So it doesn't make you better in migration, even if you are saying greener pastures, yeah. but it makes it exposes you right. into danger of capitalism. But the worst of it is that when it promotes a conflict of within the same class. Of course. And then in that way that is where the dangers we can declare that if that danger comes in, it then undermines what we think of will have been the conditions that must help the raising of consciousness of the working class people of the region. Right. I think as a country, we also coordinate not alone with the entire working class or left forces right. in the region to at least give that kind of an understanding, but raise that consciousness with some form of vigor and enthusiasm yeah. so that at least we are able to organize the force because the most important part is that the working class must be organized in a force, in a revolution, and in that way, then change can be can be realized. I think that is the the most challenging aspect of it. Yes, with other very petty or not petty, so very dynamic conditions that we may think about about really how are the circumstances within the region might be in particular uh, in relation to the role of imperialism. Yeah. So if we have not looked at it, we may also ignore that. Besides what we may think are resources, but we also think that the network that you need to create within environment for solidarity and support is enough. The environment has best strong base to organize it, but because of a mystification that supporting the revolution at some stage it is then seen as criminal. Right. I think most of the countries in the region have adopted yeah. a more dangerous capitalist phenomenon. Right. That when we have own freedom, protect it against even those who need to be supported. Yeah. And then in that case, I think we are also seeing those dynamics. Sometimes we may not be accepted very, very well in the region right. by some by states in the region yeah. on the basis that our struggling and our cause of action, genuine as it might be or as it is demanding as it demands, but some will feel that it must not happen. But it's not a new concept, no phenomenon right. in the world. Even in South Africa, wasn't it slightly? Some countries that have achieved freedom yeah. had to close their doors right. for the ANC not to organize in their countries. Right. I think we're also facing the same things with minor relaxations, but sometimes 
because of lack of that uh, more plant connectivities, we think that it is sustainable, but probably might be pushing one way. So we need to, it's a challenge that we think we need to break through and then tie it up to organize and then see how best then, in the absence of a direct solidarity that used to exist within the period of anti-colonial right in the Soviet Union. Right. And then, but we also have to understand that there are new conditions that existed. Okay. What are the best ways to mobilize and win solidarity for resource capacity and the like so that we can move and But in the main, the most complicated things is about the development of the process in the country and how do we understand them. But in the main, how do we build consciousness and also place the leading force into a leadership position with much, much clarity of not only the condition in the country alone, but also the dynamics of the region and the world. Then I think in that way, we will overcome the, the very existing obstacles that we are seeing in, in our, our country. And we believe that they are workable, but they demand much. Yeah. In particular, leadership, understanding, and capabilities, but in the main, it also had to be tested in the course of what are the momentum circles that we need to enter into, right. and what advantage do they have us so that we can undermine what might have been a persistent weaknesses. I think that's the, the other critical dynamics that I think we are enacted to, to, to do and to attend as a party. But we believe that nothing is beyond, as long as we keep our focus on what is happening, collect the necessary data of the developments in the region, in the world, and in the country, I think also we will be adding more value because in the main, every gap that we can see can be closed by the forces, by the organized formations in our country. What kind of formations can we establish? Right. How do they close the necessary gaps? And then how do they exhaust? Because I think in the main, it is clear that the bourgeoisies, the petty bourgeoisies, have got no much power because right. If they are so sensitive to bankrupts, yeah. how much more than if they would be undermined by an effort of consciousness? If right. the masses of our country stand up and say, we are aware that you are not organizing the industry for us to survive. Right. Are organizing the industry for you to make money because exactly. of our own effort and strength. If the masses of our people then say that thing very clearly, every corner, it will also scare and neutralize the prestige of the bourgeoisie, of the petty bourgeoisie, of the process, exactly. because they are afraid of truth. And also, their ideological bankruptcy makes them easily vulnerable. They can easily crumble, only if then they said strong voice of consciousness. But in our view, that it has to be amassed from all corners of our country, right. from all sectors of our society, women, youth, rural poor, even poor, and also with the workers. And in that strength, it can create any condition, because as you think that it should be in any site where the people live that the truth about the condition of our country and the voices for freedom need to be articulated and clear so that even reactionary media yeah. will feel nowhere to hide because every corner would have said one and the same thing. And you can see as an attestment that Swazi press media under the regime is already suffering yeah. from market sure. because people do not buy, they try to sell it anyway because the lies are no longer entertaining to anyone, they cannot convince anyone. I think that is the spirit that we thought, that we feel that it has to exist and it must be consolidated, undermining what we have been working weaknesses. Right. So the consciousness of our people may undermine or can undermine every weakness is the challenge that we are facing, right. but only if it can, can temper with the ruling elite and then with an aim of ending it, I think that would be a, a very practical way of uh, trying to attend to what we think are critical challenges of our environment. Right. Thank you, Carmen. Yes, Carmen. Yeah. yeah, just a bit, uh, because 
the GS talked about uh, the question of proletarianization, mm. which is a historical fact. Um, because <clears throat> on, on the one hand, uh, it was characterized by land dispossession. Right. And because from the, the party's perspective, whenever we bring this issue up, we always trace it historically. And this is uh, what gets useful to be able to get people to understand yeah. where, where we come from and what, what we are fighting for. Right. Because you still have so many people who are able to, to trace their families' lives, how they lost land, how grazing land was right. cut in favor of some uh, commercial farming for the benefit of the brand family and foreign capital. Yeah. So they're able to trace that. But uh, one consequence of the, this proletarianization was that it took, at first of course, it, it took men into yeah. exploitation in the, in the industries, in the mines in South Africa and also in farms. But then it also suppressed the women. Right. So, so much that today we have women heavily suppressed mm. within the same system. And from the Communist Party's perspective, we're, all, we're always able to trace, particularly the woman question, mm. to trace it historically and to be able to locate it within the history of capitalist production. Right people to see that as long as you have this mode of production you still have uh, the situation of gender inequality right. and because we do have uh, there, there are many in, in the region many um, women's groups or gender groups or whatever they are dealing with the, the woman question in the main but oftentimes they just throw flowers to the question. Right. So they don't even scratch the surface where the real heart of the oppression lies. Right. So I think that it is one aspect that we have also brought in. Um, of course, the difficulty is that um, oppress, oppression brings along with it ideas right. and it makes itself natural. As if it is natural that the inequality that exists between male and female that and that even including of course that binary distinction as if it is yeah. as if it is natural it is given right. it is supposed to be like that but from the party's perspective when we trace each and every step of human development particularly from Swazland's mm. point of view we're able to see that there is nothing natural about this continuing suppression of women. Right. So some of the forces uh, that earlier the GS was talking about, uh, uh, if, if you analyze them further, for instance, on the, on, on the woman question, they, they would still want, even in a democracy, to have this oppressive system in terms of gender inequality to continue uh, because they've deemed it natural. It's, it's, 
it's God given, it's the way of life, inequality is, is necessary for balance of society and so on. So, but when we come with the more scientific approach in terms of locating the question, I think it, uh, it destabilizes these wrong ideas and we are able to paint a much better picture in terms of the future that we want to build. And of course, pointing out, the, out in, in practical terms, right. not just as a, as a myth or utopia yeah. to be envisioned, but in terms of practicalities that we're tracing it historically and we then able to see the future. And of course, um, I think the, the more interest in terms of uh, uh, political education that has come from the youth I think we are able to see now the products for the past 10 years of uh, a consistent right. uh, political education. Yeah. We are able to see it in, in the unions. Uh, you have so many people who have been trained by the Communist Party and now they are also organizing in the, in the unions, in the communities. So these are some of the aspects uh, we also need to build uh, on in order to have a, a revolution right. and, and have the revolution succeed. Yeah. Thank you, comrade, and, and thank you both. I, I think my last question would just touch on, on, in general, some of the subjects we've discussed before, but something I'm really interested in being here in person and, and traveling in South Africa, getting to meet both of you finally in person, uh, is the, you know, we were discussing a little bit before about the real practical difficulties of running a communist party, running a revolution. Uh, of course, as you were mentioning before, comrade, you know, not not trying to be the the shepherd of the people, but trying to to move with them, move with the masses. But you know, sometimes it, it seems like it's quite difficult. Whether you take financial difficulties, of course, Swaziland is unique with respect to the situation of being an absolute monarchy and. Those watching may know already, but you know the brutality of the police suppression. Um, for for anyone watching who doesn't know about twenty twenty one and the, the uprising that began, you know the the brutality of the police and the massacre uh, of the people protesting. You know, so these are real, as you were saying, as you were mentioning, comrade, the life threatening, uh, you know, sacrifices that you have to make to to lead the struggle. So I, I wonder if you can talk a little bit more about the the personal difficulties that, that you encounter leading the struggle, the fact that, that you're, you have to operate out of South Africa, for example, that I have to meet you here in, in Johannesburg, rather than in Swaziland, I think is one, one evidence of that, that it's a, a difficulty being outside of the country in exile, so to speak. Um, and of course, as you were mentioning before, it's, it's, even, it's complicated by the political realities of South Africa today, of, of neoliberalism, of the fact that South Africa is not completely inclined to support the struggle, when one may have expected the fact, as we were discussing before, the alliance between the monarchy and the apartheid regime would maybe make South Africa today more inclined to fight the monarchy, but it doesn't seem to have played out that way. So, you know, these are all difficulties, and I wonder how you grapple with the difficulties of running a, a struggle and and people who may be watching, you know, who live in the U.S. or who live in the West in general, where communist politics don't maybe ha have as much hardship 
and you actually are driven out of your country, experience financial difficulty, life is put on the line. So I wonder if you can relate that experience to, to people who are, who are listening or who are watching and the struggle of actually being completely dedicating yourself to this revolution, putting your life into it, the consequences of that, but also the benefits you get of being with the masses, uh, leading and being a progressive force for, for change and for the you know, rewriting the history of Swaziland. Mm, no, thanks, comrade. Uh, in a condition like ours where the existence of the organizations and our party is illegal, sanctuary becomes a critical requirement. You will need always a space outside your country where you can organize and train right. your cadres, prepare them for the mission that they need to be carried out. Organize the resources and means that you may not have ground to organize and do in the country where you're organizing. And our reality has been that. And uh, the most other important uh, truth or aspect in the dynamics of our environment is that it is very difficult to divorce the relationship from the institution of the region, yeah. from the political institution. It is seen as part and parcel of it. Right. And governed by the principles that have been shared. Yeah. Incorrect as they might be because they are defined along neoliberalism right. and neocolonial in this sense. Right. It then creates a condition that the dictatorship is part and parcel of the regional forces. Yeah. And then the regional forces have to accommodate it and protect it. Right. And work it unfortunately against these people, against us and against our cause. And sometimes making us also to be seen wanting and unable to stabilize the establishment and organizing from outside. Right. And he has also brought in very important practicalities that have shaped up that didn't necessarily only undermine us, but also they've shaped us to understand better some of the conditions. We are looking at that situation from both sides, the negative aspect of making sensuality and also the threat it is offered, but also as we survive, we are different than we would have been if we were exposed in an environment that was not clearly us in the manner that we have been doing. It has happened to us. I think that is another condition. Yeah. But it has also helped us to build up some form of discipline, right. conduct, and also some astute, some abilities yeah. to then say, struggle is a reality. Hardship in a struggle. It is difficulties in a struggle are part and parcel of the lifestyle. Right. I think we've adopted. But what damages or what dangers, what condition it has created is that it creates a condition, it has suffered the struggles. Yeah. It has made organization in our party in particular to be unable to discharge yeah. the responsibility that we had to the revolution. I think this is a reality that I think we are living with it. And it also keeps us also challenging in day in, day out. We are unable to build and organize properly from outside and build our strength. Not because it is foreign, it is taboo to us. Yeah. It is a condition in any revolution. Whenever you lack legality of existence in your home country, the sanctuary becomes an option yeah. for you to build and organize. We have not yet won that serious requirement and therefore it's a very important challenge that I think we are living with. It denies us many things that we have done. 
I think that is what really is, but it is defining reality of our times, which we need to also change it, and it must be changed. And without changing it, we'll always make our struggle binary in yeah. any aspect. It is for that reason that that must be emphasized, that if we need to, there's something must change. The, the region, South Africa, and other countries in the region must also feel that the struggle in Southern must be fully accommodated, recognized, legitimized in these countries where they were hosted so that at least we are able to organize and take the responsibility because right. it is an essential element of the character of the region, yeah. of how it is being built. Anyone in the world will see that it is a dynamic region that could keep and live side by side with a dictatorship that is hell-bent to destroy its people, its resources, yeah. and also the wealth. Yeah. And I think that is a very a real phenomenon that cannot be changed. Yeah. But we think that there must be some change of attitude at some stages that the source revolution. The environment from outside is also neutralizing. Has better the dictatorship than it could have us. Mm. It accommodates the network of the dictatorship even against us. Right. Sometimes allowing even the undercover police of the dictator to operate freely because of the use of the statutes right. that allow the cooperation, security cooperation within the region. Yeah. But in the main, also it can also upgrade the dictatorship to be responsible for political security affairs yeah. in the region and then in that course I think it only gives the region much power now to consolidate a, it's a network within the environment which we should be using it's a very practical uh, condition so we could feel that this is an American character the other aspect is that when the danger would be when the environment then can be an allowance of a forces, secret agencies yeah. for other countries to use the regional infrastructure in the name of helping us as a problem. Right. Because I think that's the most other important reality is that we have seen and we also recognize that instead of responding to the challenges, the environment we are in or the environment that exists in the region and else in the world allows that the dictatorship must be rescued right. from what is appeared as a threat from the people. Yeah. of our country and therefore that is design is also the most dangerous aspect that makes things a bit more difficult and also things very because we are speaking now about undercover institutions yeah. that can work legalized supported by states and by state agencies in the main right. to neutralize forces in the name of supporting of building peace right. in the region a and then things was an struggles yeah. and uprising as a cause or a potential threat to security in the region. Right. Instead of looking at it the other way, that the dictatorship is now a rogue system that can but that imposes danger in the region. So those are the other most prevalent dangers. The other aspect in the cause is that when the activism in the country takes place, the dangers it imposes to individual activists right. make sacrifices at minimum level yeah. as if it is a final sacrifice. Right. The mass protest of the masses, we believe that they are not due to be responded through by military violence. Right. 
we take them as practical positioning of the masses that says they are up rejecting the system and the world that everyone must see. And they are also showing that their might can stop the way or they can run the wheel strike from the crisis yeah. that makes the wheel of operation. And in doing so, we do not think and it doesn't qualify them to be butchered by the regime. Yeah. And then in the course of that, we do not also expect that it could be institutionalized and be ignored. Yeah. That counter-insurgency mission of the regime may mean counter-revolution. Right. So if the condition in the work of the struggles in the country is called insurgency yeah. and must be declared insurgency by democratic bodies in the world, we then feel that it then make the regime to feel that the use of might of the military, brutalizing people day in and out, because it didn't end in June, July scenario. It has been continued. Yeah. And it still continues and will always continue until the enemy is, is put into an end. But in the main, we then say, if there is also capacity building to support that, or also this infrastructure, to create that kind of condition and then make our people to even find that in their cause of sacrifices, by mere protesting, they may end their lives or they might suffer yeah. uh, due injuries and due injuries without even help. Because by nature, that anyone injured through protest might not be admitted in any hospital right. in the country. Because any condition of hospitalization of an injured must come with the police report. Yeah. And then that condition then says people will be denied right. or are denied treatment, injured in the protest line. Because by nature, the regime will say, those that we have not killed in that protest line, we might find them in the hospital and yeah. they are waiting to find them in the hospital. And therefore, they are always running to the hospital to further continue to pursue their intended mission of thinking that those who are fighting for change in the country are enemies of the regime and must be punished yeah. even by death. And then those kind of conditions we have suffered. So many of our people are in disabilities today. Some are in condition of danger for injuries they've sustained yeah. because they've never got the necessary treatment. And without providing that, we'll not necessarily be responding. It's a challenge that the revolution in the country must also plan for the activities forward, but also must take care of the injuries of those who suffer right. in the course of activity. In particular under the conditions now that the action of the regime remain recognized as events right. against injustices by the world, then it makes it very primitive that we will have to accommodate that as part and parcel of the planning for the revolution, right. to protect those who have lost, who are losing blood, sustained yeah. in injuries and protest. Now in an environment that doesn't necessarily relate with what exists, we have got no power to be hospitals. Yeah. We have got no jurisdiction to order even other health-related equipment to sustain that, and it makes the condition of another bit. But we must find a way. Right. She was saying we need to protect lives. There must be no lives lost if they can be defended. Yeah.
because of the causation of struggles. We will always encourage and motivate and mobilize sacrifices. And now people are they are ready for sacrifices, but we think we need to attend to that kind of a challenge. Mm. But in the main, more than anything, is that there should be practical means to mobilize enough to end the dictatorship. And our view is that with a high mobilized society and activism taking place throughout the country, stabilizing will further help create a condition necessary to bring end to the regime because we believe that it can be defeated even in the condition where it thinks it is so capable of. The regime is oriented on expenditure for luxury of the dictatorship and is also committed yeah. to say it can symbolize its policies on its ability to defend itself. Right. And therefore we say the regime must remain in the defensive yeah. to keep the luxury of the family and then it should be its own way of defeat. Yeah, it exactly. must live in the same principles, same policies, and you must defeat it in the policies. Right. It, if it will continue to defend itself for the lesser life of the dictatorship, let it move on, and it is where we think we will find our breakthrough. We need to keep it in that line, a permanent defense position until it is worn out, until also the luxury of the ruling elite is unsustainable, right. because it should be too expensive to defend the dictatorship and our masses must fully appreciate that, must understand that. But that requires a lot of effort, yeah. a lot of capabilities, and sometimes it will require a lot of extraordinary yeah. capabilities that must be discharged right. and be possessed within our masses and move on. And then also we must not move away from a feeling and a thought that there must be a need to protect the masses against the tendencies of the right-wing tendencies. Yeah within the dictatorship that it may end up, because of its hatred to the people, may end up feeling that it can collapse by causing a lot of devastation in the yeah. lives of our people. Right. So I think that is the hunger has been sustainable to our people. They've enjoyed hunger, they understand it. Diseases they've been living along with it, yeah. lost their relatives for some time, but now they cannot afford to be humiliated by other means. Yeah. Let me say probably, the regime may opt for a complete ambush of a community yeah. and may also think of other means, right. probably using other means to destroy the people because the hatred is growing each and every day. Yeah. And untamed by the international community, we always feel that the dictatorship has that potential. Right. In particular because of what happened last year and how the world responded, we may think that the regime think the world is in some things, it's not inside. Right. We will always defend it, even if it can create much, much more danger. In particular, because the world is less even interested to recognize that numbers of people, yeah. over hundreds, died in the uprising in yeah. two days' time. People died more than 100. The world still failed to accept that. Yeah. Still want to refuse to recognize that. Right. The figures were to that magnitude, even if. Yeah. They are still traceable, uh, 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 we say graves yeah. that were there, yeah. but they still refuse and say, probably some would say there was COVID at that moment. People could die of injuries and COVID, even though they are certain those positions. So I think those are the guts that we may think that they always keep us saying we need not to think, stop thinking beyond what we may think, but must yeah. also reflect everything based on the character 
of the situation we are in. And then, in my one way or another, there are challenges. And the challenges are also objective challenges, right. but sometimes there are also subjective challenges in the space we are in. But I think we need to overcome yeah. all the challenges because otherwise, without dealing or overcoming them, we will not get the victory, right. not get the breakthrough. There is a, a, some form of an attitude, I think, to, for, for us to try to make some things to work at least in a more, more workable way. Right. I think that is the essential part of it because the scenario simply displayed if we cannot deal with some of these other things at the end then you say the organization of the revolution led to its defeat right. and then if we do not plan beyond that then probably that will happen because surely the masses should our country be turned into a civil war yeah it will mean that the world and the environment in the region might then say it is accommodating refugees Right. that are running away from revolution. Yeah. And that is not true, that people can run away from revolution. If people move out, they are in exile, they are in an environment organized better, but they are not running from a revolution. But if in any case there could be induced processes supporting the dictatorship to force our people to be out of their villages yeah. and go to other foreign countries, probably then you will see. It's not a, a, a far-fetched phenomenon. We are seeing it in different countries in the way that there is a tendency to support the dictatorship with military might until it forces people out of the space and then render the whole struggle and the mobilization of revolution now treated as an element that doesn't enjoy support of the masses. Right. So I think that is another area that I think we are facing when we say this is quite critical to us that we need to plan along those lines because yeah. as I've said, the elements of such kind of tendencies and the space for the regime to do that can exist. It will then come later and say, let's investigate. Yeah. And investigating under the arrangement of the dictatorship. Yeah. As now we spoke the issue about the dialogue and Dialogue within the institution and infrastructure of the dictatorship. And what is that? Right. Mm, I think that is what we've seen. That's what the word that's what Sadak says. Every process of Dialogue must be done in the infrastructure created by the dictatorship, yeah. under the institutions of the dictatorship, right. under the monitoring of the dictatorship. Yeah. And probably we are seeing that it is an assimilation that all the wrong and bad things that can be done against the revolution by the dictatorship, against our people by the dictatorship, the way we always think that any condition can be assessed and probably attended through the framework of the dictatorship. Yeah. So then it brings in a condition that what then is critical for us to advance is that yeah. the, the, the position of the dictatorship must be displaced. Yeah. In the sense that there must be no lever to machinate our revolution using an infrastructure that we do not need. Yeah. We do not need the monarchy to build our democracy and including its institutions. Yeah. Uh, we do not need also. A, 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 an environment or no people of, of, in the absence of democracy whereby you can build a democracy. Right. We need a complete change of the whole institution. Yeah. The laws that define the dictatorship are not an instrument of our democracy, yeah. including the constitution. Yeah. It's not a framework in which we can build our democracy. Right. Because by nature, the same instrument that helps the dictator cannot even help. Right. The 
new dispensation. We need to draft a new constitution in our country, founded in the main by guiding principles about democratic values that put in first the lives of the people. Yeah. And then from there, life of the people may move also about they must be healthy, they must have accommodation, and then they should be that kind of principle. So in that way, we need to make that underlying principle right. that it all had to come through certain principle in Pinas. But while going to that far, the sense was to say there is a purpose once as we have analyzed and have interpreted well and to some greater extent the threats and the problems we are facing with. But I think we must also emphasize in the main what we think are the solutions and the values. Yeah. And to our view is that we need to put that into effect but organize properly and take our responsibility because it cannot be that in the leadership and the space of the Communist Party, the CPS, the revolution was defeated. Right. And the reason was it was defeated, it was the use of certain things that we have not been putting into factor when we are making our plan. Right. And therefore, we need to justify our plans based on realities. And truly, right. we are not outside scope when we are making such kind of calculations yeah. that there is an option of right-wing mentality yeah. that can be translated into a tactic or a strategy or a program of the regime to survive its power. Yeah. And that tactic can be accepted in the world because it is clear that the world is not afraid of the loss of lives, in particular to the lives of those that capitalism have thought are people who are no longer useful right. in the society. And we say that the majority of the people of our country who are standing up for, for freedom are no longer wanted. They are not part of the plane of capitalism right. and are not part and parties of the plane of the dictatorship. If the people refuse <coughs> to be prisoners of the king, the king will always see them as unwanted people. Yeah. And therefore, it is the condition of the enmity that exists now right. and the dangers of violence that exists in our country that makes us think that there must be a balancing in the manner it will be played to accommodate those kind of uh, realities that are based on uh, of calculation that are based on the realities that we, we observe. But in, 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 in all in all, I think in, all is within plans, all might be within capabilities, defeating, undermining our weaknesses, winning over the courage that we might need, but moreover, throwing in the most important practical support that the people have and can offer. Yeah. We may not fail to champion the route and in the main stand in the front and then make our people to move and pass out to victory and build a democracy that will not in any case create any kind of weaknesses. Yeah. A proper democracy that will make sure that those who are suffering today are the ones who can defend it and protect it and can only do so if they have got not only connection with power but they must also have power in themselves yeah. with the representative government formed from popular opinion and participation but also it must be sustained through a direct power in the local government of the people whereby they will make sure that through the communities they are able to have controlled power that not even the representative government or representatives 
might over overthrow. Yeah. That power must be sustained. I think it is in one that way that these conditions and how we will our revolution will make our people feel they are responsible yeah. to overthrow the system, but then go beyond responsibility to organize the democracy and defend it against any other threats that might come in. And then in that cause, I think we will have worked up very systematically to say we have pledged the interests of our people in our course of action and we built this party not for the communists, not for any ideological interest, but we built a party that has got a purpose relating our masses. If therefore our ideology doesn't master the history, doesn't master the aspirations and interests of our people, yeah. it will not make any sense. And what are the interests of our people? Nothing else. It is that they must be in power so that they can organize better their lives and take responsibility of their face. But moreover, to also build up a situation in our country that the world must appreciate and also that the world must also be free yeah. to exchange and share uh, opinions and ideas on it so that at least we found it in that in that space of the world the people of Swazi they have taken care of the most important responsibilities but what are these responsibilities is that we have protected our people yeah. and there is no way that we can protect our people without making use of the resources in our country and organizing them better right. to produce all the necessities and then promote peace and everlasting peace in our country in that way we believe that our party will have pledged we were committed to the pledge that the communist movement had yeah. about the role of the communist party. Yeah. It is not about building a power on the communist. It is about helping the working class to take power and build, use that power to end a form of misery and build up a new world order that will be free from any form of exploitation and oppression, but for in the main universal peace that must be shared through solidarity. And I think it's a, it's a noble pledge that we cannot deny it as we form ourselves with Communist Party, that this is a place that Communist Parties have made, Communist Movement have made, and ours is also to adhere to, and we're not different from that. And the only one we want is change is that it's our conditions that we need to wage this right to, and you need to succeed and produce probably something that I think the world and our people will be proud of, and then we will conquer, and then at the end, we will see, yes, can never be peace. We are already saying that the difficulty we're faced with are ideal difficulties in a revolution, yeah. but they must be undermined. Sometimes even if we feel untrue, but we ask ourselves if they were not true, the condition of our masses should have not been like this if there was no need right. for us to organize in that way. Right. Because we are like this because there was an agreement yeah. by the ruling elite in the way that our country should be like this. They right. can only work in this environment. I think that's what the interest says. Nothing has changed, but we must change it ourselves. Thank you. Thank you so much, comrade. And comrade, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that was uh, a <clears throat> somebody said well, because um, importantly, then the consequences of the non-recognition of the struggle of South that, uh, especially in the region, hmm. um, means that means that people get victimized, whether at school, at work. In the communities and because of that they do not have a sort of a ready-made machinery to, to fall back on right. and they lose their lives in the process whether you talk about them falling off 
the education of um, employment and some of the, some uh, families getting evicted and suddenly have nowhere to go yeah. and as it is now comrades now organizing we're organizing also from exile point of view but that itself <clears throat> if if there's there's non-recognition of, of our struggle it means we have to dig much much deeper right. in order to support the revolution so these are some of just the practical issues which uh, sort of we have to uh, triumph over and they are practical there's nothing we can do the conditions are there and the only thing we need to do is to organize it in such a way that we're able to to uh, galvanize the forces of revolution forward notwithstanding the problems that uh, we face on a daily basis whether we talk about uh, legal documentation in yeah. the countries where we are or whether we talk about uh, financial and material resources which are a real problem and which are necessary for any struggle in the world so I think those are some of the aspects that uh, are not about by this non-recognition of our struggle by the Sadak region in the main. Right. Well, thank you both so much. It's honestly <coughs> an incredible experience for me to be here and to be able to speak to you in person is really quite life-changing. I would just mention at the end that uh, people who are watching who are outside of, of Swaziland can help uh, joining Friends of Swazi Freedom, which is a group that, that I am affiliated with and has led this book drive that we've been able to bring so many books and, and hope to continue doing that so we can hopefully get every cadre a, a book and, and be able to conduct the party schools and, and increase the level of, of revolutionary education. But also, you know, people can donate, people can contribute um, financially to help the party meet its needs and uh, and and anything else comrades that, that you'd like to mention about how people can help if they're watching well people can reach the, of course as you said first through the friends of source freedom but they can also uh, make any type of material uh, contribution or whatever type of contribution that they want they would like to do um, of course, uh, also questions of advocacy. Yeah. Um, because you have to inform yourself about the struggle of Swaziland, but then take the message forward in their various platforms where they are. And of course, we also need to build the international solidarity movement we might even further to have a, a global solidarity movement for the struggle of Swaziland. And of course, they can always link up with the Communist Party of Swaziland. Uh, we'll be sharing our details so that uh, they're able to, to link up with us directly if they wish to. And of course, we'll always finish furnish information through the website. Yeah. They can access it, the website of the Communist Party. They can always access that information. In turn, we need to have more conversations. Uh, yeah. You have already made being here. You have already sacrificed. You've made, made already sacrificed 
your time and your work and everything and your resources to come here and be with us and to also to bring the, the books with us to uh, the book with us and and that those are the practical things that the struggle needs and that we would really appreciate moving forward. Yeah. Well thank you so thank much. Thank you both so much. It's been a pleasure. Mm -hmm.